Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wagon Woofies podcast. I am Brian Strasberg, the owner-operator of Wagon Woofies, positive reinforcement dog tra- training and dog walking. Uh, you can catch me out on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, on Deezer, on Public Radio. Uh, I'm on my website, www.wagonwoofies.com. Um, I'm going to be releasing some more podcasts. This is going to be my third episode, all about socialization. So I got some notes again, I'm gonna be looking at, so apologize to anybody watching this if I'm uh, not staring at my phone right now. Um, So today is about socialization, it's gonna be a short one. Uh, Pretty much just gonna be talking about what socialization is and what it means and how you go about doing it and why it's important. Um, So to begin with, what is socialization? Well, socialization is very simply put, getting your dog used to something, getting them accustomed to it. In other words, is a term that is used to describe mentally and behaviorally preparing a puppy for the world around them. And that's coming from the UK Kennel Club. So there's two parts to it. The first part is being social with people and being social with puppies. So allowing people to pet them, being comfortable around people, interactions with the people, and the same thing with puppies and other dogs. Uh, If they're not comfortable with them, then you may have reactivity when they are older and they may not be comfortable around people and can attack and bite Um, or just be fearful of them and hide. Fear will lead to, can lead to, sorry, I shouldn't say will to, but it can lead to aggression issues. The second part is habituation. Habituation is teaching the puppy about all things we want them to ignore and not to be worried about. So getting them accustomed to their environment, getting them accustomed to loud noises, getting them accustomed to people, men, women, hats, big hats, big glasses, beards, short guys, skinny guys, fat guys, you know, so anything that you would run into on a daily basis that your dog would have to deal with on a daily basis is something that you want to get your dog accustomed to and comfortable with. Socialization, it finishes around 16 weeks. So this really means that you have about five weeks after you get your dog to actually get them socialized because you have the eight week mark that you pick your dog up from the breeder, if you get it from a breeder, and you can't really socialize it until the 11 week mark when it gets its second set of shots. After that second set of shots, then you can properly start introducing your dog to other dogs. And the reason for that is because of communal diseases and they can spread them around. Um, and it also means that it's not just, if you have a dog, you're not socializing it just with your other dog. You're going to be socializing it with other people's dogs and not just your next door neighbors, your best friends. You're going to go out for walks and if, uh, people will allow you to allow the dogs to greet, that's fantastic. Uh, it's a great way of doing it. If uh, you can get a dog walker or take them to uh, a daycare facility for dogs, then they get even more exposure. And they will learn what it's like to be what it what it's like to be around other dogs and how other dogs will be around them. Older dogs will tend to tell puppies off if they're doing something that they don't like. Um, for the most part, though, they will let them get away with most things up until probably around seven months. Um, at that point, the adult dogs will no longer allow that stuff to happen, and they will get on them very quickly. Um, It's 200 separate interactions as well, meaning people, places, noises, other animals, trucks, cars, bicycles, skateboards, helicopters, airplanes, elevators, escalators, balls, birds, everything and anything. As I mentioned before, uh, 
women with hats, big brimmed hats, because summertime comes along and you have women who walk around with these big brimmed hats on, big sunglasses, not that they're really in style anymore, but uh, burly guys, big beards, men wearing ball caps, toques as well, sunglasses in general. These are all things that if a dog isn't, get, isn't accustomed to them and you start introducing them to them, it can throw them off and they will not be happy about it. Uh, so we want to make sure we can get them introduced to as many things as possible before the 16-week mark. Now, if you don't get it all done by the 16-week mark, it's not the be-all, end-all. I only got my Aussie trained up and socialized properly, probably around a year old, and she's fantastic. She doesn't really, she's not skittish of anything, actually. Um, so you can do it, but they say the earlier the better, especially at that point, because that is the point where they are like sponges and everything they are, they are introduced to at that point will stay with them longer. Um, meaning that if they're not introduced to something around that time frame and two years comes around, year and a half comes around, you may start seeing behavioral issues towards whatever these objects are, or people are, or dogs are, or whatever it might be that you didn't necessarily get them socialized to. So we do wanna make sure that you get them introduced to as many things as possible. Um, so when do you start doing this? Pretty much as soon as you get the dog home, you're gonna bring people over. You know, I wouldn't suggest you bring other dogs over, but you can bring people over, get them to introduce to other people, get them comfortable with other people. You can start bringing dogs over after they get their second set of shots. Um, so as I was saying, there is, I have a checklist of my own. Um, a lot of people, you can go online and find a checklist of your own things to get your dogs introduced to. Uh, if you live in a condo building, great thing would be an elevator because you're gonna be up and down with your elevator and the, the dog with the in the elevator. Uh, if you take your dog out, if it's gonna be a service dog, uh, you're gonna be taking on possibly on escalators and elevators, so you're gonna have to have both. Um, even wheelchairs, uh, canes, people with disabilities. So these, these are very important things to get your dog accustomed to. Um, socialization classes exist and they exist for a reason. It's to help people understand what is normal behavior and what is not normal behavior. So with normal behavior with the puppies, they're gonna play by each other, they're gonna be comfortable around each other, and they're not gonna hide as much. There are dogs that will hide and won't be as comfortable at first. Give them a little bit of time, let them go at their own pace, don't allow dogs to crowd them, don't force them to be in situations they shouldn't be in or don't wanna be in, and they will come around eventually. You have to take things slow with dogs at times because not every dog is charismatic and outgoing, you know? So I know right now with the small breed dogs, a lot of them are loudmouth, barky dogs. As you pass them, they sit there and they pull on their leash and try to get at you. They're not always like that, those puppies. A lot of the time they can be scared. So this is them showing how now that they're older, they're not gonna be as scared. Um, but the socialization classes are fantastic. If you go to a good one, uh, they'll teach you some commands. They'll teach you what is proper play etiquette, what isn't proper play etiquette. Uh, mounting is not proper play etiquette. So we stop that immediately because if it continues on and it's not stopped, then the dog will continue to do it down the road. Um, ganging up on dogs. So we don't like that. We like a one-to-one -one ratio, not two-to-one ratio, or not three-to-one ratio. Uh, if there's a gang up, then the dog is not going to be happy and it's going to feel that is being ganged up upon. Um, so we want to avoid that as well. Uh, you also learn dog body language. So if dogs are playing really rough, you're gonna see, you may see hackles go up, you may hear growling, you may 
uh, see some teeth. So every you have these are it's a great situation to be in. It's a great situation to learn in. So we always want to be paying attention to what the puppies are telling us. You know, so if you are taking your puppy out to these classes, um, due to the diligence, make sure that you are going to a reputable place uh, with the proper trainer and they know what they're doing. Um, Taking your, your dog to puppy training classes as well. Uh, it's fantastic, fantastic, fantastic for socialization as well for confidence building. Uh, when I was working at Canada's Cahoots, beginning of every puppy class, we would do about uh, five to 10 minutes of puppy playtime. And what this meant was everybody would be up, no one would be sitting, and the puppies would all be off leash, running around, playing with each other. And they'd be running around, they'd be jumping on each other. Some would be hiding under chairs, which is normal and fine. We would leave those ones alone and let them come out on their own terms. Um, eventually they would actually come out. But if we found that other dogs were going after them, we'd redirect the dogs, we'd stop play. And we'd also control the place so that they wouldn't get too rowdy and out of control. So what you do is every minute or so, you stop the play, you do like a, a collar gotcha or a, get them to sit or a down or get them to do something, give them a reward. And then one by one, you can let them off and go play again, or you can let them all go play again. And you start realizing the chemistry between uh, your dog and the other dog. And other other dogs in the room, you can see who gets along and who doesn't and who's more friendly and who wants to play with who. Um, you can tell who wants to play with who as well by stopping two dogs from playing. And if you release one dog, if they go back to that dog, then you know they want to play with it. But if you release the other dog and they don't go to the dog they were playing with, then that tells you that they don't actually want to be playing with that dog and that they want to move on to somewhere else. So we don't let them interact anymore. Um, you know, it's just like people, not every dog is going to like each other. Um, what else we got here? So confidence building is fantastic. It's uh, a Kenneth's Gahoots we would do during the puppy playtime, or not during the puppy playtime, sorry. Uh, during the sessions is we'd have tents set up, we'd have uh, the slides from the daycare, and the dogs would go around, go in and out of the tents, they'd go up, go down the slides, they'd walk up the stairs and go down them, they'd walk across a baby gate, um, We'd have them, we'd stand over them with an umbrella, we'd put big hats on, we'd put masks on, we'd do things to get them confident with themselves and comfortable with situations that they may come into. Um, and these are things that you're gonna be doing anyways on a, on a regular basis around your house. You know, if it's raining out and you have to take your dog out, well, you're gonna be using an umbrella. So you might as well start young, get them comfortable, get them used to it. Uh, so daycares, dog daycares are fantastic as well for this. And, uh, they, if they're run properly and the people who are working there are trained properly, you should not have a problem. Um, things do happen. I've broken up a couple of fights between dogs and some of them have been for absolutely no reason. One dog's just standing there and for some reason or another, the other dog just attacked. Um, you know, so it was the third time for that one. So the dog was kicked out of the daycare. Um, but they are fantastic. They're great for socialization. Like I said, if they're run properly, Groups are put together where we know the dog's temperaments, we know who they like to play with. So we'll make sure that we pair up dogs. So everybody kind of has somebody to play with and nobody's really left out. Dog walkers and uh, group walks are fantastic as well because it teaches them how to parallel walk with another dog um, instead of going at each other. They have to keep moving forward, especially if they're in a large pack. Uh, pack walks are great, um, not necessarily for the walker, but for the dogs. Um, because it teaches them how to, how to, uh, behave in a pack 
and it teaches them how to walk accordingly and it teaches it they have to get along you know so if there there can't really be any fights because if there's a fight then the other dogs are going to get involved and everybody kind of learns their place in the pack everybody ends up getting along which is fantastic um so it's these are all different ways even if you get a dog walker does off-leash dog parks visits um they get to interact with other dogs that aren't necessarily part of that pack so these are just some of the ways that you can socialize your dog and make sure your dog is happy in life. Um, if your dog is not socialized properly, it can lead to aggression issues down the line. Um, it can lead to a lot of fear-based aggression issues. It can lead to uh, fear-based fear against people, against dogs. You could have uh, end up with a dog with a muzzle order if it bites someone, if it bites a dog, you could have other issues. Uh, so these are just things you want to keep in mind. You know, you don't want to walk around with a fearful dog. You don't want to walk around on eggshells not knowing how your dog is going to react in certain situations. I know with my Aussie that if I'm out walking her, that she's such a happy pants to see other dogs. Uh, even if the dog's across the street, I have to keep talking to her and tell her to settle, 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 settle. Just to keep her mind focused and try to keep it off the other dog, otherwise she'll stand there and bark her face off until she's until I'm blue in the face. Um, so it's just, she's well socialized though. She just wants to go and say hi to these dogs and she just wants to play with them. Um, she's never actually attacked anybody. She's never attacked a dog. Uh, so it's, and like I said, I socialized her around a year old. So I, I missed the cutoff by a lot, but I got her in the dead of winter. And I find a lot of people are actually getting dogs and puppies at this time when it gets cold out and it's winter out. Um, I just got a phone call actually right now from someone who wants me to train three, possibly three dogs. Um, not her, not all of hers, but three dogs anyways. And I'm in the middle of two other sessions as well with a pup with puppies. So it seems to be a thing that they want the dogs now and they grow up and they have fun with them in the spring, summertime. Problem with winter dogs is that it's hard to get them socialized because there aren't a lot of people who are out with their dogs out on walks anymore. So a lot of dogs end up getting cooped up indoors and the owners just don't want to take them out because it's freezing cold outside. You know, even just down the road kind of thing is to get them out. Um, so it's harder to get them socialized that way. So that's why we do have the daycare facilities. We do have dog walkers and those facilities and walkers are there. Those services exist for that reason, as well as to help you with a peace of mind to relieve yourselves that your dog is gonna be okay. Uh, during the day, it's not gonna go to the bathroom in its crate or in your house. Um, so you, you know that your dog's getting socialized, you know your dog's gonna get exercise, and you know your dog's being taken care of. Um, so like I said, these are some reasons uh, to socialize your dog, it's not the end all be all uh, list. It's now not nearly exhausted. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's gonna be a short one this time. And yeah, I just want you guys to know, socialize your dogs, very important. Another thing, pick up after your dogs, please. I can't stand walking around and having to avoid stepping in other dogs' poops, down trails especially. Just please pick up after your dogs. And that's it for today, guys. Like I said, it's about 15, 16 minutes, this one. Uh, it's a short one on socialization. Uh, again, you can get me on Apple Podcasts, drop me a five-star rating if you like what I'm saying. Um, you can get me on Google Podcasts, you can get me on Spotify, you can get me on Deezer, Anchor, uh, and you can get me on Public Radio, or Radio Public, sorry. Um, otherwise, if you have any other questions, you can leave me a voice message as well through Anchor. Uh, they allow you, if you go to the, uh, my Anchor website, 
which is, I believe, anchor.fm slash Wagon Wolfies podcast. Um, you can leave me a voice message there and I can answer your guys' questions. If you have any, if you have uh, topics you'd like me to talk about, by all means, you can send me a message on Instagram at Wagging Woofies, or you can email me info at waggingwoofies.com. Uh, all right. And thank you guys very much. And we'll be back soon.